How to show up with Coca-Cola energy. You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it! Every time you cancel on a friend, a unicorn loses its horn and becomes a regular horse. Do you really want that on your conscience? Instead, grab an ice-cold can of Coca-Cola energy with delicious Coke taste and reinvigorating energy. Keep the unicorns alive! Show up every day with Coca-Cola energy. Energy you want, taste you love. I am just back from vacation. And while I was on vacation, of course I had to check out the news. I had to check out that little thing called a debate in Cleveland. I had to check out the polls before, during, and after. And I am mystified, mystified to a degree, about the appeal of Donald Trump and his numbers in the polls. Despite what I thought was a debate that made him look like a true ass, and not just based on the great question that Megyn Kelly provided and the ridiculous, idiotic response that Donald Trump gave. But I felt Donald Trump showed who he was, a celebrity, a reality show star, a very wealthy real estate magnate, an egotistical SOB, and not somebody who has uh, politics in his past, not somebody who has a policy planned for the future. Yet despite that, there are people that love him, even women after knowing pieces, just tiny pieces of his treatment toward women. And I don't entirely get it. Now, I've mentioned before, and I'll mention again briefly, I live in California. And in California, we had a guy named Gray Davis who was elected governor. He was a Democrat. And they wanted a recall. And they had a recall election, and they elected a Republican by the name of Arnold Schwarzenegger. A guy who people knew as a bodybuilder with a heavy Austrian accent, married to Maria Shriver, one of the Kennedy clan, and whose claim to fame was as a movie star in the movie The Terminator, I'll be Bach. And I'm doing that very poorly. I apologize. When he first ran, I laughed. How the hell could this guy win? But the number one reason people vote, not reason they vote, but the number one person they vote for is based on the reason of name recognition. So a Clinton, a Bush, or even a Trump can go a long way. Some people like Donald Trump because he's so different than everybody else. I get that. Some people like Donald Trump because it is fun and exciting because it is like a reality show. The problem, folks, is it's a political process that ends with the winner becoming the commander-in-chief of the United States of America. In other words, this is a no joke and this is no reality show. Now, this may not be Donald Trump's first time at the rodeo, but as voters, I'm sure it's not your first time either. And it ain't no rodeo. This is a real political process, and I feel that Donald Trump makes a mockery of this process to a degree, and those who follow him as well. Now, I know people got angry before and felt that John McCain and others were poking fun at the followers of Donald Trump. I'm not poking fun. I'm scratching my head and questioning your sanity. I am scratching my head and perplexed because Donald Trump has the celebrity. The money. He has that name. He has the jokes, the insults, the one-liners. But he has real, no real plan for America. We will not build a fence or a wall. Everyone knows that. 
And if you don't, by the way, stop smoking whatever the crack pipe you were smoking on, toking on right now. We can't afford it financially. And the hundreds of miles of fence that we have right now don't work. And to say Mexico is going to pay for it, I'm sure the Mexican president is laughing heartily at that. Donald Trump can't run America if he becomes president, God forbid, the way he runs a corporation and the way he runs his family around. When you're president of the United States, if you make a joke, not everyone is going to laugh. We're a democracy. We have the freedom to disagree with you. And Donald Trump doesn't like that. But when you look at the people who follow him, and when you look at the polls, I just don't get it. Yahoo's national political columnist, Matt Bai, who I like a lot, has been on the program. He is talking in his piece to the voters of America. He talks about the voters of America and how you need to get a hold of yourselves. Okay? He talks about how irrational we are as a nation and as voters. He talks about how we are seething with anger. And he talks about this because he keeps reading about it. He specifically reads about it whenever he sees a piece by a pundit about Donald Trump or Bernie Sanders or what's driving the 2016 campaign. And that's irrationality and anger. Now, he said that when he meets American voters, they're not as unhinged as political analysts would like us to believe. But what they are is bewildered by our politics as much as I, Leslie Marshall, are bewildered by those of you who are supporting and would help that approval rating and the winning in the polls of Donald Trump. They're bewildered by politics. And Donald Trump is not the political establishment. He's off the rails in so many ways, and that doesn't bewilder people. That attracts them. Okay? There are people out there also who are too... Busy to care. They're apathetic. Are young. And many people who no longer vote. Remember, less than half of our nation votes. Think about this. It's not a majority rule at all. Okay? Now, Donald Trump, a lot of people feel that his voters are angry. His followers, his supporters are angry. Angry, not at Planned Parenthood, but angry at women. Or angry at women who question the Donald, like Megyn Kelly. Angry at immigrants. Angry at Mexicans. Angry at Latinos. Angry at everybody. Angry at Muslims, certainly. But Donald Trump is the clear frontrunner in the Republican field. And Donald Trump, I do feel, is in a sense a thermometer of our nation and of the outrage in our nation and how blinding that outrage has become by the support of this one candidate. He continues to be phenomenal to women as well, although he dropped a bit there after the Cleveland debate and it being revealed just some of what he has said about women and the past. Donald Trump, people love. People love to hate him. People love to talk about him. Whenever he talks and the microphone you know, opens, the people show up. The media love him. Democrats and liberal commentators love him, this story, if you will. Okay, But why? Because of the underscore of our nation, the underscore of the American voter. 
And what the Trump story underscores is how twisted with bile and bigotry the Republican Party must be to be so filled with hate and to hate so many with this guy filled with hate leading the way. How twisted with bile and bigotry the Republican Party must be. Right? He's nasty to women. He's even nasty to the only female moderator on a panel of three. He's nasty to Latin Americans, Mexicans, immigrants, legal and illegal, calling them rapists. Muslims practically wants to put them in a concentration camp the way he talks. And then today, everybody scratching their head, supports Planned Parenthood. I wonder how well that's going to go over some of his supporters. But the guy is still on top. This guy is still on top in the polls. We'll see what happens the next few days after the Planned Parenthood support. I'm going to bet it doesn't change much. But there is, in reality, folks, and maybe you were one of them, <coughs> excuse me, a sizable segment of enraged voters in the GOP. There are even enraged voters on the left. The angry vote is a fixture of our modern political landscape. And some people would say, but it's not just now, Leslie. Matt By writes in his piece that this has been going on since the 70s. So what is Trump mania about? Why do you like this guy? He has no policy. He has no experience. And he pretty much doesn't have a group left. He hasn't pissed off. I guess the gays and the blacks are next. Am I correct? He hates the Muslims. He hates the Mexicans, the Latinos. He certainly hates women. Oh, he's really going to piss off pro-lifers with supporting and liking Planned Parenthood. Okay? Does the Trump mania that we're seeing with these numbers, does it really reflect the mood of the American electorate at large? Technically, Donald Trump has been drawing the support of less than a quarter of Republican primary voters, okay? And in turn, they make up less than a quarter of the voting public. In other words, he's loved by a lot of people who aren't registered to vote. And he's loved by a lot of people who aren't going to be voting in the primary. But one thing that Donald Trump's voters definitely have in common, which we saw with the which we saw with the Tea Party, was that mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore mentality, right? Take our country back. Bring our country back. I'm so sick of those phrases, right? But they are. The voters are mad as hell, but they're only a fraction of a fraction of the electorate. They represent a subset of a small group who are engaged in a campaign, his at this point, but they're angry enough that they'll take that pollster's call. So maybe Donald isn't doing so well as you think, He's doing great with a fraction of the fraction. But will this lead to the nomination and then the presidency? I certainly hope not. But let's talk about my being completely bewildered here. My being perplexed. And your answers to some of my questions this afternoon. Why, America? Why do you think Donald Trump has at least twice the support of any other GOP candidate. Why do you think that the Donald 
has at least twice the support of any other GOP candidate. 8886 is the number. And does Trump's approval rating reflect poorly on our nation? Or does he only appeal to that small fraction of the fraction of the entire electorate? So no. Does Trump's approval rating reflect poorly on America? Are we all Muslim, Mexican, Latin American, hating, believing they're all rapists and down with women? Is that what we are as a nation? If so, we're beyond gone to hell in a handbag. Pick up the phone and join me. Does Donald Trump's approval rating reflect poorly on America? Or is he only appealing to a small fraction of the entire electorate? 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Now, despite leading the GOP overall, Trump truly has the support of less than a quarter of Republican primary voters. Should all of this supposed angry GOP support for, quote, the Donald be put into perspective, as Matt By argues? Should all this angry support for the Donald be put into perspective? Or or do you think that anger is real? And do you think that anger is growing? And do you think that 25% of the Republican primary voter is just the tip of the iceberg? 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Now, according to the Pew Research Center, American voters' anger actually peaked a couple of years ago in 2013 at about 30%. Today, it's down to 19%. Does this show... That Trump is only tapping into a subset of current GOP primary voters who are as bigoted as he is. Is he just tapping into a bunch of bigots in the GOP? And it just shows bigger because they're willing to pick up the phone because they're so PO'd they'll talk to any bolster. 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Now, if you don't think that Trump is going to win the GOP primary, what do you think his downfall will ultimately be? He's had ugly comments on Mexicans, John McCain, Megyn Kelly. It hasn't cost him much in the way of the primary voter. 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543. What will Trump's downfall be if he doesn't end up on that platform? 888-6LESLIE. And how likely is it that Trump runs as a third-party candidate? He's already said if he's not treated nicely, which I think he means if I'm not winning. If I'm not winning, I'm going to take my toys and go home, and I'm going to I'm going to come back with new toys. Right? How likely is it that Trump runs as a third-party candidate if he doesn't get his way? I'm sorry, if he doesn't get the Republican nomination. That's one and the same. 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543. And if you're a Democrat like me, don't you hope he runs as a third-party candidate? I do. Run, Donald, run. Run as an independent. Screw the GOP. They don't love you. I'm Leslie Marshall. We're going to take a break. Come back to your calls. Follow me on Twitter as well, at Leslie Marshall. We'll be back right after this. Don't go away. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of truth. The Leslie Marshall Show. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE. The Donald Trump leading in the polls still. What is this Trump mania about? Uh, is this guy only loved by a segment of the population? Are they all filled with hate? A lot of questions I've asked, and I want to hear your answers. 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Why do you think this guy has at least twice the support of any other GOP candidate? And does his approval rating reflect poorly on America? 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Uh, let's start it off with the uh, calls. 
And let's start it off first with Christiana in Corpus Christi, Texas, Line 1. Did I say your name right, Christiana? Yes, you said my name correctly. Hi, Christiana. Good, pretty name. Good afternoon and welcome. Well, thank you. Good afternoon, you too. Well, what do you think is what do you think the uh, high polling uh, for him and uh, the support that we've seen and even more support as of late for uh, Democrat Senator Sa- uh, Bernie Sanders? I it is about anti-establishment. They are ti- people are just tired of politics, the political machine. Both Democrats and Republicans are doing what they want and not answering to the people. But to me, Trump is part of the problem. He's already admitted he's paid for and bought politicians on both sides. He is not anti-establishment. He is the establishment. He is the business part. He is part of the problem. And I do not understand how people cannot see that. Well, you know what? Does this come based on anger or does this come based on they want something new, they want somebody different, or they want to believe he's something new and somebody different because of what he's saying and because he he tells them that? I think too many of them are just not informed. Um, It's just on both sides. People are running on emotion. They're not looking at issues. He has no issues. And then, but, you know, going with the other side, Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders is promising everything. We cannot pay for this. We are broke. We are borrowing money to pay for everything else. We cannot afford shit. Uh, uh, Absolutely. Uh, I appreciate the call. We've got to be careful, guys. i got the FCC there, Uh, so just be careful with language. Thank you, Christiana and Corpus Christi. We're going to take a break. When we come back, more of your calls. If you're holding hang tight, you want to join us? We just finished with that call in Corpus Christi, Texas. We have line one available for you. Join in the conversation. Why is Donald Trump so popular uh, with the GOP, or is he? Or is he just popular the fraction of the fraction? His approval ratings are high. They continue to be high. But this guy is really just saying a lot and insulting a lot. He has no blueprint, no plan, no policy. We'll be back. say about those who want Trump and the American voter at large. Are we angry? Is this showing how angry Americans are at the establishment? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Let's go to Chris in New Mexico on line four. Hi, Chris. Good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Hey, Leslie. Like your bumper music. Thank you. I've got a theory. Um, There's a play in football where the quarterback, in this case the Koch brothers, pitch the ball out to the fullback and he starts running down the field and he's flamboyant and he's pulling off moves that nobody's ever seen before. And just before he gets to the goal line, there's one guy that hasn't been hit yet. And he pitches the ball to him and that's the guy that makes the touchdown. The, I think Scott Walker is the guy that's going to wind up with the least amount of bruises going into the uh, finals here. Really? Okay, so yeah. you, th- you, you think that um, Donald Trump, in a sense, is the opening act for the real candidate? Yeah, and I think that... Okay. 
Say that again, uh, sweetie. Your yeah. phone went out. Can you say that again? Your phone and went billionaires out. Billionaires hang around with billionaires. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, it, it's like when he stands up and talks about chi- China manipulating the current, manipulating the currency, and it's like, dude, your products are made in China. You're 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 complete. You're complicit in the Chinese currency manipulation game. And and when he talks about China stealing American jobs, I I, I can't even believe people stand there and let, don't walk out of the room and let him get away with that. Well, the thing is, it's going to catch up to him. But I think it's all planned. I think he's got an explosion waiting in his pocket that he's just going to. It's it's funny you say that. I've heard a number of people say that, even people who are you know into history and politics. Um, whether it's planned or not, that you know there'll be an explosion. But there are many people that believe he doesn't really want to be president, and um, you know that he loves this attention. But that something will happen; he'll pull out. He'll you know do something like you said, uh, you know, or you know that you alluded to. Because I, I just can't. I can't imagine this man leaving. The, he loves money. He loves money, and the White House isn't going to pay him enough, right? He loves money. He's going to have to abandon his business, which I'm sure is a full-time job, even though he's got people like his son and daughter running you know, a lot of his business. He, he's not going to be able to work with Congress. I mean, he's the boss, whether it's a reality show or in real life, the, his family or his companies. He, he can't run America like he, he, he you know, runs his companies. I mean, Congress is more than just a board. You know, he's going to have to get, you know, votes and he's going to have to develop some type of humility and diplomacy, which ain't going to happen uh, in the next couple of years. Uh, well, your phone, your phone keeps going out, sweetie. Please give us a call back, Chris. I know you're driving. Be careful. Give us a call back and you can finish your comment. Thank you. Let's go to Massachusetts on line five with Manny next, my home state. I was just there for a few days before as part of my vacation. It was lovely being back. I forgot how much my hair loves the humidity. Ha ha joke. Anyway, Manny, how you doing? Good afternoon. Uh, pretty good. Uh, welcome back. We all missed you. Uh, there's been a lot to talk about since you've been gone. Um, basically, I think people who support him are supporting him because he doesn't speak from as the way they see it. He doesn't speak from both sides of his mouth. And he is a straightforward type person the way they see it. Is that he's a straightforward. Well, yeah, but Chris Christie's kind of like that, isn't Chris? Chris Chris, Manny, 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 isn't Chris Christie like that? Chris Christie's a shoot from the hip straight talker. Yes, but he's got to beg for money to run. He doesn't. He has his own money, so he hasn't got to speak from both sides of his mouth trying to make people happy. He's financing himself, so he hasn't got to be nice to certain groups or organizations. He hasn't got to pander to them, and they like that about him. Me, I'm personally a Bernie Sanders guy. Ah, okay. Anything else uh, about the Donald? Um, yes. Um, when he said, I'm going to ask you a question. When he said that he has leverage, this, uh, I took it as, hey, nominate me, because if you don't, then I'm going to run as a third party, and you guys will not see the White House. So you better off just nominating me, because I have the leverage right now. And if you don't, then you better give me a higher position. I, I think I think the threat of splitting the vote by becoming a third-party independent party candidate is what he meant by that as well. I agree with you. Okay. All right, buddy. Anything else? 
no, besides uh, goal standards, goal standards run, um, I don't know why he doesn't get any coverage, seeing that he gets more people to go out to go see him. Oh, I think he's had and, a lot more coverage since he announced. I think he has a lot uh, more coverage. He hasn't gotten a lot of coverage. He's starting to get some coverage, but he's, he's been getting a lot of people going to his rally. Nobody's getting the coverage Donald Trump is. I, no, I don't yeah. even think Hillary's getting the, the – if anybody, Hillary would be the only person. I don't think Hillary's even getting the coverage that Trump is. But, uh, Manny, the press should cover all of them. I agree. But remember, the press is a business, right? And uh, Donald Trump gets them numbers. Thank you for the call, sweetie. Always good to talk to you and appreciate the compliment and the welcome back. Uh, let's go to Texas again, line one. Uh, Jeffrey. Hey, Jeffrey, good afternoon. Jeffrey, I'm glad you called. You had a great tweet that I was going to mention, but you called, so I'm glad that you're uh, you're joining us. Um, what do you think about the GOP attacking Trump? What do you think that really would be about? Good afternoon, Leslie. Um, you know, I really think what it is is that he's he's really essentially saying what most of these other candidates believe, but they're just so much more vague and political about about dealing with it. I mean, he comes out, he shoots straight from the hip, and he's basically espousing Republican values. These are Most of this stuff is core Republican values that most of these other candidates, in one place or another, at one time or another, they've all said this stuff, but they sugarcoat it or they beat around the bush. They don't really answer the question. And I think they can't go after, they can't go after Trump because then they would have to go after themselves, and they're certainly not going to do that. So they're kind of in a quandary if they don't go after him. Uh, then they appear weak because they won't go after him. If they do go after him, then they're hypocrites. So I'm just I'm fascinated by this whole Trump thing. I don't I'm 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 with you. I don't think he's a serious candidate. I don't think he has the demographic to actually do anything and pull any leverage. I think a lot of the angry mob are really not that many people. But you know how it is: the squeaky wheel gets the grease, and I think that's what's happening with Trump right now. Um, but, it, you know, as a Democrat, I just, you know, he's the gift that keeps on giving. I just can't help myself. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. Hey, hey, look, you know, with what I do for a living, absolutely. Well, let me ask you this. Do you feel like the earlier caller and I, do you uh, concur and agree with us that that Trump is threatening the GOP by saying, hey, you know, I got support and, you know, I got leverage because he believes the leverage when you look at his poll numbers, um, he has leverage. He could break off and run as an independent as a third party candidate. I don't think he's going to do that, but if he did do that, I don't think I don't think it would be a repeat of the Ross Perot phenomenon. And the Perot, if you remember, Perot was a much much smarter candidate, and Perot was a, not only a smart businessman. I mean, he he was a little bit more libertarian than I think you know than I think that Trump is, and uh, I don't think Trump would actually peel off that many votes. Just like I, I just said, I think that his angry mob are eventually going to go away. Um, so I ultimately, do I think he'll run as a third-party candidate? Yeah. And I, I, I really don't know if that gives him leverage now. I really don't think so because I think as this thing plays out, it's going to be clear and clear to people that this guy just doesn't have, this guy just doesn't have that. He doesn't have the integrity. He doesn't have the character. He doesn't have the hoofspot to be a president of the United States. I mean, can you imagine him with his hand on the red phone making that call? Oh, my God, can you imagine him sitting down with a leader of any Muslim nation and they go, um, Mr. Trump, President Trump. Ooh, that's scary to say, right? President Trump, before the meeting begins, what were you saying about our people? What were you saying about our religion? <laughs> oh, my God. 
Oh my God, it's unbelievable. I mean, you you just can't, you know, and this is what kills me. This is what kills me about Republicans. They love to use the CEO model. Well, running a country is not being a CEO. You can't be a president of a you company. You gotta play nice with others. You gotta you play, have, he, he, well, he you cannot get, play nice with others. Yeah, you have to be able to negotiate, and it's not just, well, we're, we're going to take our ball and go home if you don't do what we say. That's not playing nice. That's not negotiating. That just doesn't work. And and uh, you, you have to have much more diplomatic skills. You have to have people skills. He certainly doesn't have that. And you know what? You have to have a pretty thick skin, which he doesn't, which our current president really does have a thick skin. And I think that that's really what, it has to, what you have to have. He doesn't have the character to do it in the end, not for me. All right. Thank you. Very, very good call. Call us again. Uh, glad uh, that you uh, gave such a great tweet and uh, decided to join us, Jeffrey, there in Texas. Thank you. I appreciate the call. Uh, let's go next to Ken in Palm Springs on line four before the break. Hi, Ken. Good afternoon. Hi, Leslie. Uh, I'm going to say that uh, I think the only reason that Trump is certainly can be attributed to the 16th you know, we're going to, Ken, hold on, sweetie. You know what, guys, can you put him on hold and let's try and get him and we can hear him better. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll see if Ken uh, and his line are clearer. This happens, you know, we all go through it, right, when we're talking on the phone, on our cell phone, driving. Be careful when you're driving and calling into the show. I want all of you to be a part of this show, but I want you to be safe. I'm Leslie Marshall. Glad to be back from vacation. Missed all of you. And uh, nice to hear your voices. We'll be back right after this. Don't go in. Leslie Marshall, real people, real life, real talk. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE. I'm Leslie Marshall. Welcome, welcome back. Let's get to the calls. And uh, Ken is with us. He is in a better place there in Palm Springs. <laughs> Sounds like you died, right, Ken? In a better place. Uh, Ken's in Palm Springs, known as heaven for some. Uh, I like uh, Palm Springs, not that. Just a few hours from my house, a couple hours from my house. Ken, good afternoon once again. Now we can hear you and better. Good Go afternoon. Ahead. You were saying. Uh, yes, I was saying. I think uh, the reason Trump is doing so well in the polls is because uh, – just look at his competition. Uh, the 16 other people are running for the same job there. Uh, I can't believe any of them has, uh, would have a, a chance to be president. They're all they're just a bunch of clowns. And uh, I, I thought probably going in, I thought maybe Jeb Bush was the most normal of the bunch. But both on the uh, debate and in uh, film clips I've seen later, he looks like a deer caught in the headlights. And... Uh, the only thing he's been able to expose is uh, the, the fact that he claims that Obama and uh, Hillary are responsible for ISIS because they pulled out of uh, uh, Iraq too soon. And he actually pulled out of Iraq, according to the agreement signed by uh, Bush's brother prior to his leaving office. And uh, I just think that uh, Trump's a breath of fresh air as far as uh, when you compare him with all those other people up there. Okay, interesting. So rather than a reflection on the voter base, you say it's a reflection on the other guys running. That's my feeling. I, I haven't heard anybody else say that, but that's my feeling. I, 
I can't imagine Scott Walker after what he did in Wisconsin. I just can't imagine anybody voting for him for president. And uh, you know who else? All right. Uh, anything else, Ken? Very, very good point. Inter- interesting no. to say that. It's not that Donald's so great. It's that the, the rest of them are duds. All right, Ken, thank exactly. you. And uh, exactly. I'm glad that we're able to uh, get you in, get your call in, and to hear you. Um, let's go next to Michael on the Bronx line one. Michael, good afternoon. Michael? No? Michael? Hey, Leslie. Welcome hey. back. Thank you. You know something with Donald Trump, and he's in the lead with all the other GOPs that are contending. First off, this really shows the true colors of that particular party, especially the extreme right who are so extremely wrong. The the Trump and Walker and Rubio, I can go down the list. This is all about control. They want to control minorities. Uh, let me backtrack. Control and abuse minorities. Control and abuse women. They just want to control and abuse anyone and everyone that is, beneath, quote, beneath them, particularly in, when it comes to income. And they are not about the United States of America. They are not about the law. They're not about the Constitution. Because, like I said, they just want to control everybody and not give a last rump about the other person's feelings. But it sure as heck wouldn't like it if somebody like Megyn Kelly, and I I have my issues with her, but Megyn Kelly putting Trump in his place with certain hardline questions, they don't like it. So, it, you know, it is a double standard. And well, why well, I, th- I think in that, I think with that, quite frankly, if nothing else, regardless of how people felt, you know, about her, him, the exchange, the question, the Q&A, I think it shows uh-huh. how he responds when he's caught with his hand in the cookie jar. And there are going to be many times if he is president where that will happen. And we have to look at not just what the response was, but the manner in which he responded. And if you put that at a much larger level, um, uh-huh. you know, I mean, th- this is a guy that I think could really, you know, uh, quite frankly, I, th- I think he and Vladimir Putin would have a real problem because you can't have two alpha males in the room. But it's what it comes down to, Leslie, is that, you know, he may be doing so well in the Republican polls, again, because of the hateful um, narratives and rhetoric that he and the other GOPs keep coming up with. But you still got to deal with the Democratic vote and you got to deal with the independent votes and even some of the Republican moderates that you have mentioned. There's nobody that's going to be going towards the extreme when they know that they're right and their livelihoods are on the line. They're not going to put up with that. All right. Anything else, Michael? I think that's it. I just just hope people just keep their eyes and ears open and just really pay attention because Trump, like the other GOPs, have a history. And I, for one, am paying attention to that history. And I just want to spread the word just to help everyone to remember and um, recollect. And welcome back once again. Thank you, sweetie. Good to hear your voice once again yep. as well. I go on vacation next week, so I'll see you then. Okay, and we'll uh, we'll welcome. We'll wait for you and to I'll come back, passing, Michael. Enjoy. And I'll be passing by your area too, Fall River. I'm going to Cape Cod. 
Oh, that Fall River Mass is where I was born. That's true. I'm not there, but I, I anymore. I but know. I, I know. I was I, last week, though. <laughs> wow. All right, Michael. Thank you for the call, buddy. Always a, a pleasure. Uh, right, let's go friend. next to Reggie in Georgia on line three in Decatur, Georgia. Hi, Reggie. Good afternoon. How you doing, Leslie? Happy Thursday and welcome back, as Michael once said. Thanks, Reggie. Okay. Well, I think Donald Trump has a Superman complex. He thinks he can save the world. I was surprised he doesn't pull up his Clark Kent CP student tie and show his, show, his T, uh, show his T on his chest instead of an S. Number one, what do you think about that? Does he have a Superman-like complex or what? Who? Like I can save the, Donald, Donald Trump? Trump? Yeah. Oh, I, I I don't think it's even Superman. I think I think he thinks he's above Superman. He's beyond egotistical. What you think? He's, he's a god. He's god. He has a god complex. Oh, he has a god complex. So you think he's God Almighty himself? He has a god complex. Yes. Right. And had in my he, opinion, I am not a psychologist. Yeah, but had had you yourself been the moderator of that GOP convention out in Cleveland last week, and he and you asked him questions like that about women, and he and he responded to you the way he did to Megyn Kelly. And went on television and attacked you. How would you, as a feminist, would respond or react to that? Would you let it slide and take the high road like Megyn Kelly did, or would you stand firm, stand tall, stand your ground, and give them a piece of your mind? You know. Well, first, you of, first, wait, 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 first of all, Megyn yeah. Kelly's role as, as Chris Wallace and Brett Baer's roles were yeah. on that panel as any moderator is to yeah. moderate. Right. They are to ask questions. And in order to probe answers right. of the candidates and, and often to ask them questions which are not that easy to answer. Right. But there is pacing, there is timing, there's appropriateness. And, and I feel if he were on her show, yes, she should push him further. But in that setting, I think she did what she could do. And I think she she did – I don't know if it was her goal, but I mean for me, I, I, his answer was clear. That he right. was guilty of what she questioned him about, and I mean, I think the fact that he dropped a few points with the polls and with women as well, um, you know, to me, uh, shows that it was very effective. So I, I felt that in the position of moderator, she handled that the the best way that she could, because there, there are different parameters around you when you're a moderator as opposed to when you're hosting a, a you know, a very opinionated show. Right, but why, but why would he attack her and only her and nobody else? A because she's a a because she asked the question, but B because she's a woman. I mean, Donald Trump clearly feels. I mean, to me as a woman, Donald Trump is the quintessential sexist pick. Right. Right. And how did he handle his female employees at his businesses? And how will he do that as president if he ever becomes? I I have no idea. I mean, he does have his son and daughter. I mean, how is he having people handle the business now? Um, right. You know, and how do people do that when they, you know, run for president? I mean, that can happen, but right. I, I really, I, I don't think he would be able to be commander in chief. I don't think he would be. It, one of the things, I mean, I'll give you an example. Yeah. My my husband worked for somebody, left, started his own company. Right. Now he is one of 24 people in a big company. Right. But when he was offered a job even for more money by a big company, he couldn't take it. Because once you've been the boss, it's hard to have orders barked at you. And when you're president, believe it or not, you have orders barked at you to a degree from the Pentagon, from Congress, from world leaders, and from the American public. And Donald Trump, mm-mm, he can't do that. I'm Leslie Marshall. We'll be back tomorrow and Friday. I hope you will as well. Have a great afternoon and evening.
How to show up with Coca-Cola energy. You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it! Every time you cancel on a friend, a unicorn loses its horn and becomes a regular horse. Do you really want that on your conscience? Instead, grab an ice-cold can of Coca-Cola energy with delicious Coke taste and reinvigorating energy. Keep the unicorns alive! Show up every day with Coca-Cola energy. Energy you want, taste you love.